What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, it's Monday. Oh, God damn. Uh, I'm not even 10 seconds in and I have to clear my bloody throat. It's not bloody. Like literally bloody, but I got to clear my throat and uh, and try to decipher cryptic comments. I'm, I'm just looking at a work spreadsheet. Uh, it's Monday. It's November 20th. It's Thanksgiving week. What a lovely week it shall be. Uh, and there's something else I was about to say. So I have a, I have a noontime meeting, uh, 12 o'clock meeting. So I'm doing this now, uh, because the choice was, okay, I could, uh, put together this leaf blower sucker upper thing that I got, uh, probably about a month ago and has just been sitting in the garage in the box. Uh, or I could not do that and do this instead. And it's not that I, if this was just a day, if I didn't have a meeting, if I didn't have any meetings coming up, I'd be downstairs uh, assembling the leaf blower and going outside. Not a ton of leaves. I think I mentioned I paid some kid to do it last week. An insane amount of money that even when he, he quoted me and he's like, uh, I think it'll be about this. And I'm like, what the fuck? But also, like, nobody's returning my calls, and uh, just there's just, last weekend was, you know, parade, Veterans Day Parade, the kids and everything. It's just like, there's a lot. And I have meetings nonstop, and when I'm not in meetings, I got shit to do, and then the meetings usually go, the meetings go until 5, 6, 6.30. It's dark by 4.30. So, even if my meetings ended at 4 o'clock, I'd have, like, 20 minutes of daylight, and, uh, and then you get to the weekend and, you know something, Pfft. who wants to do any of that shit? Uh, so I'm, I'm very glad that I had this kid come out and do the, uh, do the leaf cleanup last week. He did the, the majority of it. There's, obviously there's gonna be leaves falling still for a while now, for another, uh, at least another week or two. Uh, but in our yard, I don't know, I'm looking out the window, it's, it doesn't seem that bad. We have this Japanese maple. That's the one that's gonna be around for a little while. It's still very much, uh, red. I, th I, I want to say last week was maybe, uh, I, th I feel like last weekend, this Japanese maple tree was at, like, peak. Because, like, the leaves, they start out, it's very pretty in, um, like, May. Maybe into early June. It's very nice, vibrant reds and everything. It's just, it's really nice. And then they, they kind of, they're kind of just like a dull kind of, I don't know. It's like a dull, like dried blood color <laughs> for the, for most of the summer. And then some, somewhere in October, uh, it starts to, uh, as the leaves start to turn and then, and now we have some leaves that have fallen off that tree, but it's like, it's almost like a berry red. It's hard. It's, it's incredibly pretty. It's gorgeous. And uh, those that still has a little ways to go. Uh, and then there's a, I, I don't know if it's a willow tree or some kind of thing. It looks, it looks like the whomping willow from Harry Potter, just a smaller version. And it doesn't womp. Um, oof, I gotta get a, I gotta get a pop screen. Did you hear Yeah. Anyway, uh, where's my water? Oh man, I don't, I need to fill my water. Hmm. Well, 
but I figured I've got I've got about forty minutes or so until the next uh, meeting, and I I really did a lot of my, I mean I had some pretty Wednesday Thursday and Friday were pretty long days last week and a lot of that was just so that I could get shit done and not have to worry about it this week and uh, and then so I have this comment in this spreadsheet and it it just says something gone wrong here. And I am not sure what that means because there was no additional information beyond that. And those are the kind of things that I just, honestly, I sort of just ignore because I, I don't know what something gone wrong means because I have everything there. I have, um, I mean, I worked on, uh, yeah, I, I did a ton of work on this thing. What do you mean something Something gone wrong. <laughs> okay, I'll find out later what that means. And it's probably, I think I know, because this particular spreadsheet was giving me some weird, like, ghost things happening where it looked like images from one tab had been transposed over to the other, and you just have to, you just have to refresh it or come back to it or, <sighs> I don't know, I'm too tired. I'm so, I'm just so tired, man. And this back, my back went out. It's It's been a week now. That's usually about, I think two weeks is usually the max for when my back goes out. I'm not really sure, but I'm, you know, I'm still walking like a question mark, uh, like bow-legged. <laughs> it's a sad state of affairs. Um, and so this weekend was just a lot of sitting on the couch. And there's shit, yeah, there's shit that I wanted to get done, absolutely. I want to get the Halloween stuff put away. I want to get my Christmas stuff out. And there'll be plenty of time for that. I have Thursday and Friday off. There'll be lots of time for decorating for the holidays. Uh, I, I don't even I don't even know what I'm going to do. I mean, I've got, I've got some small bushes out front, so that seems like a pretty easy, yeah, throw some, throw some lights out. We've, we bought this, uh, the kiddos wanted this blow-up snowman penguin inflatable deal, so I'll put that out. I've got an inflatable turkey. It's Monday. I've got three days uh, before I, this turkey becomes uh, a little bit dated. Uh, so I gotta I kind of have to put it up, like, today? Tomorrow, maybe? It's only going to be up for, I don't know, less than a week. But I guess that's the easy thing. It's an inflatable deal, and... And now I'm thinking about it. I just opened the box of this this inflatable turkey. I've never had any inflatable stuff. Frankly, I'm not a huge fan. I think I think a lot of the inflatables look pretty stupid. They just look, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's not as fun as animatronics. But they cost about the same as a good animatronic. So, eh, whatever. Uh, but it's like, yeah, all right. Let's, let's give these inflatable things a try. It's easy. You blow, you plug them in, they blow up, and then you, you, you're done. That's it. But I open up the box, and I'm kind of thinking about, like, oh, man. Am I going to get this back in the box? Look at how look at how perfectly packaged this thing is. I think I think my wife will be the one putting uh, the, uh, the turkey back in the box. Hopefully she can find time to do it uh, in the midst of all the holiday cooking she has to do. Jokes, just some, uh, just some fun, uh, just some fun sexist jokes here on a Monday. 
Uh, I mean, yeah, she will be doing all the cooking, <laughs> but I'll, we, I mean, certainly we won't be putting the turkey, uh, the, the inflatable turkey will not be going back in the box on Thursday. Uh, I would imagine Saturday or Sunday. We'll leave it up for a couple days. It's Thanksgiving weekend. Thanksgiving's like a whole week-long thing. Uh, I was just listening to Dan Patrick. And uh, uh, Paulie asked if you would take... Is is Thanksgiving week the best week of the year? And you could either take Thanksgiving week or you could take the field. And I guess, like, that's that's everybody's, you know, that's that depends on what you do personally throughout the rest of the year. And it depends on what you do for Thanksgiving. Yeah, I love Thanksgiving week. I, I don't love it as much as some because I, I know some places, like, you get to Thanksgiving week and everything just kind of shuts down. Even if you do have to work on all those days, it's very, very easy. But I don't know. I kind of, I, I've, I've worked at places recently where it's like Thanksgiving week. Get your fucking ass in gear. We think the world is going to end Thursday and there will never be another chance to do any of this work. So it all must be done this week. And I'm looking at my calendar. I'm 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 booked the rest of this day. And frankly, I'm booked most of Tuesday and most of Wednesday. And uh, I'm glad that we all uh, it's it's like a firm wide uh, Thursday and Friday off, which is great. Yeah, I'm I'm a fan of Thanksgiving week. I I'm not I I've mentioned it quite a bit here on this podcast. I'm not a big Thanksgiving meal guy. You know, again, I I've said this over and over. I probably say this every year at Thanksgiving. It's a pretty overrated meal. And the day itself, I mean, we joke about like, oh, it's the day where you see relatives that you don't really want to see. I don't have that issue. Uh, the last Thanksgiving that I spent with relatives, it was so fun. It was so nice. It was such a nice day. That was 2019, the last time I think we went to somebody's house for Thanksgiving. It was my aunt and uncle. My parents were here for the week. So it was like, it really felt like, wow, it's like a big festive sort of holiday atmosphere. Uh, it was nice. And so I like that stuff. I've, I've always had, like, I have fond memories of Thanksgiving. I have, whether it was, uh, you know, childhood Thanksgivings where we never really had, you know, some people have like a very strict Thanksgiving tradition where we go to this house for Thanksgiving and we go to that house the day after and we, whatever. But I've, uh, and some people have the big, the really, really big families where you just can't do Thanksgiving at one place on one day. And so I know I have a lot of friends who will do Thanksgiving uh, with with one half of the family on Thursday and the other half of the family on Friday and maybe another group on Saturday. It's just, uh, you know, it is a week-long thing. And, and when you're in college, it's fun because that Wednesday night, everybody is officially, you know, people who go away to college, depending on your, on your uh, the, the, the colleges I went to, I think, at best, we had Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off. And I don't even know if that was always the case. I feel like I might have had... I, I think I might have had some years where there was school on Wednesdays where, in, in college. I'm going to guess that's probably not the case in most schools anymore. Uh, just in general. Public schools, uh, you know, high schools, colleges, whatever. But either way... 
you pretty much know that no matter when people are coming home from college, whether it's the Friday, Saturday, Sunday before Thanksgiving, Monday, Tuesday, whatever, whenever they're coming home from college, everybody by Wednesday night is home. So you get all, you know, ready and you go out and you hit the town with your friends who you haven't probably seen since maybe July, August. And uh, you go out and have, uh, yeah, you go to the local bars. You see everybody. You see people that you haven't even seen probably in years. And just like the whole school, your whole graduating class is out. In our case, it was Saratoga. Uh, and if I recall, I do believe... 2006 was the last time that I did that. Because you do it in college, and then you do it, you know, well into your 20s. Some people just keep on going. I don't know if you could pay me to go to downtown Saratoga uh, on Wednesday, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. It's just, it's, I don't know. It's just, no, no thanks. At least, uh, at least that uh, Caroline Street with all the bars and all the, all the kids bipping and bopping all over the place. You couldn't. It was hard for me to, like, go out when I was that age. And it was all people in their 20s, college age, and pre-sort of family, real world. You know, you're out there just having a good time. And I'm pretty sure 2006 was the last time I did that. And it was fun. But I also feel like that year, I, I was like, yeah, I was getting a cold. Or I came out of the bar at the end of the night with a cold. All I know is that my throat was killing me, and what better place to go when you have a sore throat than out to a loud, loud bar, a, a number of loud bars, each one louder than the last, where you can't hear anybody, and you're leaning in close, and everybody's talking like right on your face, and you're talking right on their face, and so it just, that, yeah, that was my last, my final memory, I think, of the Thanksgiving Eve hangout. My favorite Thanksgiving tradition growing up was the Survivor Series. And uh, that was actually the first pay-per-view that I ordered intentionally. Uh, WrestleMania 8 earlier that year, as as has been documented on this program, was uh, I, I had uh, turned on the pay-per-view channel because I was going to set up my boombox to record the audio. Because with the, the TV, the pay-per-views were scrambled back in those days. You couldn't see it very well, but you could hear it perfectly. In stereo, you, no interruption. You could hear the whole, like that's pretty good. Like if that was what it was today, people would be like, "Yeah, that's not bad. I could pay fifty bucks and watch it, or I could pay nothing and at least listen to what's happening. I get a good idea of what's going on." Uh, so I set up my thing to tape the audio of WrestleMania eight in April April fifth, nineteen ninety two, Sunday afternoon, and uh, and it was on. It was just on. And I thought, well, that's the pre-show. They give you that for free. And then the pre-show ended and WrestleMania started. And I said, well, they probably give you a couple minutes of the pay-per-view. Maybe even maybe they'll even give you like the first match just to get you into it. And then say, oh, I got to see more of this. Uh, and, but they gave us the first, they gave us the best of WrestleMania 8 for free. Right up to the Ric Flair Macho Man match. And then as Rick Martel and Tatanka were uh, getting ready to square off, uh, then, it, then it went back to, then it, then it shut off. Like, ah, damn it. But boy, that was cool to get that pay-per-view for free. Uh, and, and really to find out that the matches that came after the Randy Savage-Ric Flair match weren't that great. Ultimate Warrior's return was cool. But I heard, I, I listened to it. I listened to the rest of WrestleMania 8. And it sounded boring. 
uh, until the end when when the Ultimate Warrior came out, and that was uh, that was cool. Anyway, that was an accident. SummerSlam 1992, I definitely would have ordered, but we were in Florida on vacation. My first uh, trip to, to Florida, first trip to Disney in August of 1992. And then, and of course, back in 1992, there were only four pay-per-views. And the big four, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series. And uh, so Survivor Series, the Thanksgiving Eve tradition, Mr. Perfect returns to team up with Randy Savage against Ric Flair and Razor Ramon. He, this is, oh my God, there's so many things happening here. Mr. Perfect's a good guy. He's no longer uh, aligned with Bobby Heenan and Ric Flair. He's no longer the executive consultant to the Nate Chabalai. And uh, and he's returning to the ring for the first time in over a year. Holy moly, I gotta see this. Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels. Holy moly, I gotta see this. Undertaker versus Kamala in the casket match. Holy moly, I got to see that Bret Hart match. Uh, <laughs> it was a bummer because they only had the one traditional tag team elimination match. And it was terrible. And it was like not even the usual rules. It was if one guy gets eliminated, the whole team is gone. So it was a pretty quick match. But at least they had, at least they threw us a bone with the elimination matches. And now you have no elimination matches, which pisses me off. Just put, just, just do one. Just do one elimination. I love war games. I went to Survivor Series last year. It was obviously being there in person is going to give you a but it was my favorite Survivor Series of all time. And there are some there are some amazing Survivor Series. I, I love all of the 90s Survivor Series. I love all the 80s Survivor Series. I just watched Survivor Series 88 the other day and uh and I was Oh man, did I, I, I? This was after a whole a whole handful of taffy, if you will. And uh, and I just sat there, and it started to look like the the camera angles that they used were a little bit different, and maybe they were experimenting a bit. They had some like over the shoulder, like corner of the ring camera angles, and I actually like I was able to tune out. The editing, you know, the cutting back and forth to the to the hard camera to the you know this one and that one, and and not and almost cut almost block out Gorilla Monsoon and Jesse the Body Ventura's commentary, which was great, but I could almost I could almost see it as though I was there live. If that makes any sense, it's it's a strange thing to say, but it's uh, that was fun. Eighty nine's always been a favorite of mine, just because I mean. I don't know if there's a more star-studded Survivor Series than 89. Just says, I don't know if there's a more star-studded Royal Rumble than Royal Rumble 1990. And then after WrestleMania 6 is when you started, you know, having the departure of a lot of these big-time names. Hogan took a little hiatus. Andre was done. Jesse Ventura left. Uh, it was just a bunch of, you know, it was the end of a lot of stuff. Piper didn't really wrestle too much the rest of that year. Anyway... Rick Rude left after SummerSlam that year. Uh, but, man, the 89 Survivor Series. I mean, just between... Like, every match has, like, almost an entire Hall of Fame team. And you've got... You've got the Hulkster, and you've got Macho King. Yeah. And the Warrior, Andre the Giant, Rick Rude, Mr. Perfect, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Hacksaw, Jim Duggan... Dusty Rowe, the Mac and Dream, baby. Uh, Jake the Snake, DiBiase. It's just like, holy crap. Uh, 
Um, yeah, it's 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 just it's a it's a who's who, a regular who's who. Nineteen uh, ninety Survivor Series was always one of those like. Like uh, it, it was almost like the uh, the mystique of that Survivor Series was bigger than actually. Like I just I could not wait to see that Survivor Series, and then when I did, it was kind of a, not that great. But boy, that opening match, Mister Perfect and Demolition, uh, in their full fucking gimp suits, <laughs> whatever they were trying to do, like dude. Yeah, this is weird to like. As a kid, it was like, oh man, demolition—they have the coolest outfits. And you watch it now, and it's like, what are what are they up to when they get back to the hotel? I bet they're not changing out of those uh, out of those masks and tights. Holy jeez! Anyway, I gotta get a chair that doesn't squeak. I got I got put some WD forty on this chair, but it doesn't change the fact that the chair sucks. Hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah, 1991, and, and and those first Survivor Series, I wasn't a fan. I wish I was, because that would have been fun to be able to watch 87, 88, 89, 90. The first four Survivor Series were on Thanksgiving night. 91, 92, 93, 94 were all, it was the Thanksgiving Eve tradition, as they called it. Uh, it was the Thanksgiving tradition, then the Thanksgiving Eve tradition, and then just the November tradition, I guess. The fall classic, they called it a couple of times. Uh, anyway, it, it most I think most of the time Survivor Series has been the Sunday before Thanksgiving. And uh which was that was okay too. Uh well, you know, it was still like, yeah, it's a Sunday before Thanksgiving, even though we have school tomorrow, it's at least only a couple days. That was the other thing I loved about Survivor Series on Wednesday night, on Thanksgiving Eve, was like you know, when, when is a Wednesday all that special? Well, when is the day before Thanksgiving? It's the most special Wednesday of the year. And so, yeah. And some years we had school on that Wednesday. Some years we didn't. But I do remember, I remember being in high school on that Wednesday and uh, and just thinking, or in middle school in 1992, I guess, was middle school. Uh, and just thinking, oh my God, I can't believe it. When school's over, this is it. It's Thanksgiving weekend, long weekend, Survivor Series is tonight, Thanksgiving tomorrow, a couple days off, ah, and then Christmas will be here in a few weeks. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, anyways, I love Survivor Series. I, I'm not going to recap every Survivor Series, but they were, I, I, I really do. I love uh, particularly like 92 through 97. It's probably those are my those because those were like middle school and high school years. Uh, 2002 Survivor Series is a really special one. First elimination chamber. Shawn Michaels wins the world title after you think he's never going to wrestle again, and then he's back for one more match at SummerSlam that year against Triple H, and then he's back for one more one more match at Survivor Series, and then he wins the title, and it's like okay, I guess he's I guess he's back for one more one more one more. And then it would be like eight years of a full-time schedule. Oh, man, what a treat. And it was during those years that I didn't go to a single WWE event. I don't know why. I just didn't. I feel like I was like I had done so much damage to my ears. I was like, I can't I can't keep doing this. I'm going to go deaf before I'm 30. And then uh, and now I am 43 and I'm deaf and I don't care. I'm just like, yeah, let's go. It's not bothering my ears because the damage has already been done. I can't hear shit. 
none of this is too loud for me. Uh, and it's especially fun now to, you know, take a p- couple pieces of taffy before the show and, uh, and then just sit down and just, uh, it's, it's last year's survivor series is, is a memorable one for me. That was so good. That was so fun. And, uh, and it was the first survivor series to feature war games, which was a WCW match invented by dusty Rhodes, evidently. And, uh, it's something that WCW had on a number of their pay-per-views in the 90s, uh, Fall Brawl usually. Fall Brawl featuring war games. And uh, and then, of course, WWE bought WCW in 2001. Vince McMahon, being the uh, egomaniac that he is, couldn't just swallow his pride and say, hey, you know what? They actually had some pretty decent match concepts. Maybe we could use some of these. That war games is kind of neat. And that... Uh, you know, uh, maybe maybe our October pay-per-view, we'll just call it Halloween Havoc, because that's... No, we're not going to... Fuck WCW. I bought them, and they, they're dead. I put them out to pasture. And luckily, Triple H, uh, when in charge of NXT, brought back a lot of the old... You know, they've got, like, an NXT in your house. They've got NXT Halloween Havoc. They've got NXT... You know, they had all these, like, WCW kind of things. And so that's kind of cool. And then last year, Vince McMahon was completely out of power, and he is now too, um, after a brief return to to orchestrate the the sale of WWE. Uh, so we got War Games last year at Survivor Series, and we're getting it again this year. I who can complain about that? And they got a women's War Game match and a men's War Game match. My only complaint is, okay, I, you got two rings, you got a big cage. Uh, you got two guys starting it out, and then and then somebody from the other team, and then somebody from the other team, and then they, you know, the the countdown goes until all the teams have entered the ring, and then when the teams enter the ring, that's when war games starts, and that's when until all of the members of each team have entered the match, you there's no pinfall, there's no, there's, you're just kind of brawling, which to me seems like. I don't know. Why wouldn't you just talk to your opponent and be like, "Hey, man, you want to just? Why don't we just sit here and hang out until the clock runs down?" But whatever. We we look past that. What I wish would happen is, at the very least, when you get to where all participants are in the ring, and you say, "And now it's time for war games," and then they then then the match keeps going for another twenty minutes. Then make that the elimination part. Make that where it's like the old Survivor Series. Teams of five strive to survive and have the eliminations take place. Instead, it's it's the first fall to a finish. So it's like, eh. Because if they had the elimination, it's like, wow, you've got some parts Survivor Series, some parts Royal Rumble. You've got cage mat, Like, so many different pieces. And I think the elimination thing would just make it even more fun. But what do I know? I'm just some jerk. Just some jerky fucking idiot who's gonna not even... I should be pausing the thing so I can go get my water, but I'm not. I'm going over here. I got my hair in my eyes. Okay, let's get let's get situated. I had to take my... Uh, whatever you call it. Man bun, ponytail, whatever. Because the headphones I put on are, were like right on top of where the, where the, tie, the hair tie is. So it was... It's hard enough to find headphones that fit my big noggin let alone doing it where i've got other stuff interfering Mm. so anyway 
yeah, that that would be the, the the change that I would make. Or just say, okay, we're gonna have the two war games match matches, no elimination things. They're just two, and then add like add at least one or two tag, just traditional tag team Survivor Series elimination matches. Is it that hard? You have like an insanely huge roster. Those war game matches take up a lot of time, so you could really only have like. I think it's like a five-match show, which Survivor Series usually was a five-match show uh, back in the original, back in the old, I think the very first one had like three matches on it. Um, And then I believe 88 was four matches, and then 89 and on was usually, uh, usually it was like five, five matches, and most of them were elimination matches, eh, who cares. Anyway, um... Yeah, I, I, I like when Survivor Series has a little bit of everything. I, I, I honestly kind of wish it was just back to the old ways of, like, there's no championship matches. There's no, no just straight-up tag team elimination matches. I don't know. You've got enough chances to have one-on-one matches. This is, like, ugh, it's frustrating. At least the Royal Rumble is still the Royal Rumble. They're not messing with that, but... Man, come on! Just give us, give us some elimination matches. At least one, please. Anyway, what are the matches this year? I, I let me see if I can guess without even uh, WWE.com. Uh, okay, Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, Jay Uso. Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, Jay Uso. Oh, and Sami Zayn versus Jimmy Uso, Solo Sikoa. Oh, no, it's... Uh, or versus the entire bloodline. Oh, no, it's versus the entire bloodline. So, like... Oh, okay. Uh, you know, they used to be able... It used to be that you went to the WWE website and you could just easily look at what... It's it's. Do you even Do you even care? I have to go someplace else. Uh, Survivor Series 2023. But I also feel like Drew McIntyre turning on the good guys last week is maybe setting up to have a, uh, a five on five. Or maybe that's already been decided. I don't even know. Let me see. Um, okay. You've got, that was the chair. I, I would tell you if those noises were coming out of me. Yeah, Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, Jey Uso, Sami Zayn versus The Judgment Day, which is Damian Priest, Finn Balor, Dirty Dominic Mysterio, and J.D. McDonough. And then the women's match, Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, Shotzi, Becky Lynch versus Bayley, Asuka, Eosky, and Kari Sane. That should be really good. Carlito versus Santos Escobar. All right. Rhea Ripley versus Zoe Stark. Okay. Gunter versus The Miz. Fine. And then you think about like, okay, so there's no Roman Reigns, there's no L.A. Knight, there's no John. Well, John Cena. I know we're we're. I think we're pretty much done with John Cena since the strike is over, and I, I'm guessing that he was planning on being done at Crown Jewel anyways. But oh man, it would have been cool if they could have kept him around for a few more weeks to be in Survivor Series. Like you have a Survivor Series match right there. You could put John Cena, L.A. Knight. And, uh, I don't know, um, take your pick. There's a million other, there's, there's really like, 
Kevin Owen. You could have any number of people uh, against the bloodline. Like, where's where's Jimmy Uso? Where's Solo Sikoa? Where's Roman Reigns? Hell, you could you could just have that be a six man. L.A. Knight, John Cena, and uh, somebody. <laughs> I, I'm, I I would say Rey Mysterio, but he's injured. Um, I mean, yeah, Kevin Owens. Okay, there you go. Kevin Owens, John Cena, L.A. Knight. You could have a you could have a, a six man tag team elimination match against Rolo, Roman Reigns, Solo Sokoa, and Jimmy Uso. There's any number of things, but it seems like, and maybe I'm wrong. But it seems like you're having Damian Priest, Finn Balor, Dirty Dom, Mysterio, J.D. McDonough, and maybe Drew McIntyre versus Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, Jay Uso, Sami Zayn, and uh, somebody? I don't know. Who? Kevin Owens? L.A. Knight? I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> Whatever. It should be fun. Those are Those are good fun matches, but man... You could totally throw at just one tag team elimination match, even if it's a even the 2002 Survivor Series, uh, which which went away. You know, 2001 they had the one big main event tag team elimination match, and that's kind of cool, almost like the Royal Rumble, where it's like okay, you have one, and, and that was for a while. It was one men's tag team match, one women's tag team elimination match, and now those have been replaced with War Games. But like, hey, in 1995, they had, I thought was a great concept called the wild card match where you had good guys and bad guys on the same team. So you had friends teaming with foes, friends facing friends, foe versus foe. Yeah, yeah, who knows what's going to happen? You, you've got what, Razor Ramon and Dean Douglas on the same team. What? But they hate each other. And so you tune in like, wow, I can't wait to see what's going to happen. Like, just have that. Have two War Games matches, a couple, you know, the, yeah, Intercontinental Championship, some fill, filler matches, uh, and then uh, just have just have a tag team elimination match and make that the wild card match, where you've got people from SmackDown teaming with people from Raw facing SmackDown and Raw people. Maybe some NXT guys show up. Hell, maybe that is the tag team elimination match where you say, you know what. On NXT, we are going to have uh, a series of qualifying matches, and and the, the the ten winners of these ten matches will go on to be on a Survivor Series team. At Rand, I, I, there's so many goddamn things they could do, and I get it. You just want to sell the war game. You want war games to be the big thing, and I'm sure in a lot of ways, Triple H probably wants Survivor Series to be able to stand alone with war games. And without having to rely on the elimination matches. So that even though he's not going to do this out loud, he kind of can say, Aha, look at that, Vince. Your old-timey uh, tag team elimination matches. Nobody cares about those. It's war games is what it's all about, baby. And then maybe after a few years of proving that, yeah, okay, we don't need Survivor Series elimination matches, then maybe you bring back one elimination match. Like... Am I the only one who enjoys elimination matches? I mean, the, they had elimination Survivor Series matches for decades. It can't be that I'm the only asshole who likes those type type of matches. Oh, uh, what else? What's this? Okay, good. All right. Oh my god, there's too many meetings. Can't we just? 
can't we just take the week and just say, you know what, guys, just fucking, the world will be here Monday, just, you know, don't go crazy, can't we just say that? God damn, why am I so tired? I think I'm I think I've been running on less caffeine the last couple days. I think that's it. Because we ran out of my favorite cafe latte protein shakes Saturday night. And I had coffee instead, which is great. But I get a little nervous drinking coffee. When it's cafe latte shakes, even though it says same amount of caffeine as in regular coffee, I just drink them like it's water, because I I just don't mentally I don't feel like it could be as caffeinated as coffee but absolutely it can but all cups of coffee are not equal so I, I I don't understand coffee enough to know the caffeine content versus this versus that um so yeah so I will have if I'm really feeling I will have a cup of coffee and, uh, and that's what I had yesterday because we didn't have any ca- uh, protein shakes. So I had a cup of coffee in the morning and then nothing for the rest of the day because it really gave me a nice little energy boost. And I didn't eat anything for the rest of the day because I sat on a reclining chair and I played Baldur's Gate 3 for the entire day. And we watched some movies. We watched a movie called Dicks, which is one of the craziest movies I've ever seen. But it has like it has an all star like Nathan Lane is in it, and uh, and uh, you know the one. And now her name is completely. I can't believe I am not. Oh my gosh, son of a bitch, son of a bitch. I'm like her name is on the tip of my tongue. Megan Mullally. I'm like it's it sounds like Molly Malarkey, but that's not it. Megan Mullally, uh, she's she's in it, and it's such a it's a it's a musical, and uh, one of them uh, it's not Cardi B, but it's uh, the other one who's like always likes talking about the, the pussy. I think Megan the Stallion is in it, and uh, you know. It was one of those. Okay, watch it once, and it's it's absolutely ridiculous. Like Nathan Lane has these two, uh, they're called sewer boys. He just has these two like mutants in a cage. It's just absurd. It's completely absurd. It was good to watch it once. I don't, I don't know if I'll ever watch it again. But uh, and then we watched this movie on Saturday called The Other Zoe, which is just. It's a. It's not on the level of like a Hallmark Lifetime uh, Wii channel. Is is there still a Wii channel? Is that still a thing? Anyway, there's like twenty Hallmark channels and Lifetime channels, and uh, I think it's not as bad as those, but it's not quite on the level of like. I don't know. It's hard to. It's just hard to describe. It's basically. It's basically while you were sleeping. That's what it is. Uh, this girl, Zoe, uh, gets uh, the soccer star uh, gets into an accident. He gets hit while he's riding his bike because she distracted him. And he has amnesia. And he thinks that she's the other Zoe. She, there's, a, there's a different person named Zoe that he's dating who looks a lot like her, kind of. Uh, and she plays along with it. And you know the usual, it go. It, it's it's not quite the same as uh, as while you were sleeping, but it's. It was just the the girl. Her name's like Josephine something. She's a really good actor. 
I was watching it and I'm like, she's, this movie isn't like the greatest thing ever, but she's a very good actor. And my wife said this. She's like, are you being sarcastic? No. She said, oh, good. Because I was thinking the same thing. She's, she's good. Like, yeah, she's somebody that's on the screen that I, it's one of those X factor kind of things that boy, oh boy, somebody needs to put her in stuff. Hopefully not fucking Marvel movies, but like make, make a a brand new vehicle for this girl. As far as like, I don't know if it's an action movie. I don't know if she becomes sort of the next, like a a Meg Ryan, Sandra Bullock type, but she's, she's got that sort of like, Oh, you, you can't, you can't teach this kind of quality. At least in my opinion, like, super super attractive um and you can tell like she's not an she's just not an idiot going through the motions like she's really trying and working hard it's hard to describe um but i i i really enjoyed that movie i really liked it uh then i watched a bunch of um uh star trek strange new worlds all those Star Trek shows, I start them, I I get really into them, and then I forget about them because I just forget that Paramount Plus exists. So Saturday, the wife was uh, nodding off and sleeping on the couch, and I just put on Star Trek and rewatched the first two episodes because I watched them when they first came out like two, three years ago. So I vaguely remember all I remembered was Anson Mount uh, riding a horse in the snow in the very first episode. And I didn't remember much past that. Now I've watched them. And I was like, I think both episodes made me cry in some way. It was like, God damn, this is fucking, this is the most Star Trek show, uh, since 1994, since like next generation, maybe even since the original, it's, it's so much like the original series. It's like, okay, they figured it out. This is why we loved Star Trek. Because they were, you know, it, it didn't take itself too seriously, but they had, uh, you know, but it was it, it was enough to get you really engaged. And, uh, oh, it's just fantastic. And I still have to finish Picard. I was binging that for a while, thinking like, all right. And I think I only have like three or four episodes to go, but I just, it's just, I'm, I'm just weird. Because then I was watching The Morning Show, which I haven't watched in years and I just started watching it and was, it's just like, whatever my mood is, this is what I have to watch. And then sometimes it's just what happened. I'll watch this week's Monday night raw or AEW or SmackDown or something or old survivor series matches. But that was pretty much the weekend. Saturday was rainy to start. And then it got very pretty and very sunny. Uh, but it was, uh, that rain lasted long enough that I was I was pretty well uh, <laughs> I was pretty well invested in my activity my Saturday activities, which was just sitting on the couch and watching TV and playing some video games. Uh, yeah, and then Sunday was a gorgeous sunny day, and I said, "All right," because Saturday was like sixty. It was close to seventy degrees on Saturday. It was beautiful. And I didn't get it. Ch- that would that would have been the perfect time to go out and clean up the rest of the leaves, mow the lawn, maybe one last time for the season, put the tur- big blow up turkey out. But uh, there's just too much going on work wise and meetings and everything else, so I didn't get a chance to do that. But then I looked and said, "Oh, Sunday's gonna be nice. I could do it Sunday." Yeah, except a my back is still out, <laughs> so that's the other thing. It's not so easy to get up and like 
do uh, strenuous leave raking and blow, you know, carrying this big leaf blower around and doing all this stuff when your back is already in bad shape. Like that's not going to make it any better. Although it might, because sometimes I will do some heavy lifting and my back miraculously feels better. So maybe I, I it's, it's like that, uh, that old trope, like in the cartoons or something, you know, when somebody would lose his memory by getting hit on the head and then you hit him again, then it comes back and whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, I only have three minutes left. <laughs> I don't want, I, 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 it's, it's just one of those days and there's, there's more, there's more of these days as I get older than there are not, which is like, I just don't, I don't want to do it anymore. By it, I just mean like anything. I just, I just want time. I don't even care. I don't care about money. I don't, I don't give a fuck about, I've never given a fuck about titles. Uh, you know, one place, uh, enticed me with like, Hey, we'll make you an AVP assistant vice president. I'm like, cool, but that's a dime a dozen. I've been AVP a million times before. I didn't care then. I don't care now. And, uh, I only care that, you know, you know, a better title brings you more money. So I guess in that regard, but as far as like, look at me, I've got this. I, I don't give a shit. It's, it's hard to fully convey how much I don't care about those kind of things. Um, now I've got two minutes, so I need to wrap this up. Was there more that I was going to talk about? I feel like there was. I feel like I started out talking about Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, Paulie on the Dan Patrick Show. Is Thanksgiving the best week of the year? And, I mean, in a lot, you could certainly make that argument. It's the last week where, I mean, Thanksgiving is bookended, is surrounded by two weekends of a ton of college football. There's a ton of NFL. There's basically football. There's basically NFL football on every day this week. Obviously had Sunday night, you know, tonight, the, the big uh, Eagles-Chiefs game. Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm sure, that, you know, there's usual college football stuff. Thursday, there's always NFL games, the Cowboys and the Lions, and and then the nighttime game. And then they're, they're giving you a game Friday, like Dolphins, and I, I forgot it. Is it Dolphins-Bills or Dolphins-Jets or some game on Friday? And, uh, and then Friday and Saturday is a ton of college football. It's just like, wow, there's a lot of, if you're a fan of football, it's big. Survivor Series is Saturday night. Uh, Thursday is obviously Thanksgiving day. Everybody has a a little bit of time off. Yeah, it's, it's, you could very easily make a case it's the best week of the year. Um, you know, is Christmas week is one of them, but it depends. Like not everybody has that whole week off. Uh, and not everybody, I mean, usually Christmas week is a very, very busy week. Cause that's when everybody's in town for the whole week. You're trying, you, you have 20 different Christmases to go to and all this stuff. So it's all good. I just, this, this is just a great time of the year. That's, that's all I can tell you. I was just sitting there like, man, this is like, it's cool where they came up with these traditions long, long ago. And they're pretty fun. Thanksgiving's fun. Halloween's fun. Christmas is fun. Uh, yeah, those are good. Good, fun holidays. Yeah, we we were starting to get some of the Christmas lights up. Uh, we've got a, it's in a weird place where there's like some Halloween is still up and some Christmas is still up. I don't know that I love it. I like all Halloween or all Christmas. I don't love this uh, Halloweenmas thing that's going on. All right, it's twelve o'clock. I, I gotta go. Yeah, Thanksgiving. It's a great time of the year. 
Uh, I'm sure there will be another podcast before Thanksgiving, but I want to take this opportunity to say Happy Thanksgiving a few days early. Enjoy Monday Night Football. We'll talk about football tomorrow after the Monday night game. But, man, we cleaned up this week, gang. Look at this. The I, I got two wrong. I was 11-2 on Sunday's games. And I still I think the Eagles are going to beat the Chiefs. But, man, oh, man. It's all in good fun, but wow! If you're if you're putting any uh, any weight on the things that I tell you on this podcast, boy, my my peaks my picks my picks for this week were pretty damn good. Okay, it's twelve oh one, which means I really do have to go. Uh, we'll pick it up later. Maybe I'll just pause this and come back and finish after the meeting. Who knows? Anything can happen. But if not, we'll talk to you next time on the Birthday Boy Podcast. Later, Gators.